Hi, this is Mark Wade from CenterCityCondos.com at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services, Fox and Roach Realtors. In this podcast, I'd like to talk about the condominium building located at 1600 Arch Street, known as the Phoenix. Okay, and it goes like this. It's a beautiful building, sits on the corner of uh, 16th and um, the Parkway, right where uh, 16th and Arch, right where the Parkway comes in. It's a beautiful, beautiful building. Um, it was originally built as um, an insurance building back in the 1920s. It was then converted to condominiums, uh, converted to apartments in the 1980s and then, or 1990s rather, and then converted to condominiums uh, in 2007. There are a total of 264 condos in the building. The unit size is anywhere from 513 square feet up to what public records tells me is 680 square feet. Uh, multiple elevators. It is a pet-friendly building. The heat is electric and it's forced air. And the, each unit has its own heating system up in the ceiling, which you'll never see. And uh, central air unit. Um, and... Um, on-site is parking. On-site parking is available. When the building originally sold out, okay. So here's the scope. So a number of the units sold. Let's say a third of the units sold, or half the units sold, whatever. And then the market tanked in 2008. It went south, like at, like the, everything in the U.S. Uh, on the East Coast or in the U.S. went south. So what they did is they had an auction. They hired accelerated marketing partners, just like the Murano did, just like Waterfront Square did, CU257. They, and they had an auction, and they auctioned off a number of units and um, really to get some mojo back into the building. Um, when they did, uh, the values of the building, much like the Murano, when the first unit sold, all the existing uh, values in the building drop 20% because that's what happens at an auction. You know, people show up, people don't show up in an auction to pay top dollar. People show up in an auction to get a value, and that's what happens. But it, it was a necessary evil, unfortunately, for the, you know, in my opinion, a necessary evil in order to get the, um, you know, the sales, the mojo back in the building, the sales going to interest and attention and all that kind of stuff. And it worked. It worked wonderfully. Um, so a number of units were sold that day. Um, and uh, it reset the pricing structure for the building. I think I sold three of them on that day, two or three, maybe four. I don't, I don't remember. It was, it was a good day. Perhaps you saw me out singing and dancing at, uh, in the middle of 16th and Market Street that day, 16th and Arch. Um, but anyway, so there are units there that have a parking license. But there are units there that do not have a parking license. So uh, if you're looking at a condominium at the Phoenix, you'll want to uh, get a realtor who knows his stuff to know whether or not that unit has a parking license or has storage attached to it. Because, you know, I've seen some units uh, go up for sale. I saw one unit in particular go up, was bought by a relocation company because Billy and Susie owned it. They got transferred. And the relocation company didn't have a clue as to whether or not there was storage with that particular unit or not. Um, anyway, every unit has its own uh, in-unit washer-dryer. Now, what's interesting is when they were converting from apartments to condos, you had a couple options. You could either buy it as is, which was, a, uh, in my opinion, a pure 1980s, 1990s kind of look with the with the pickled kind of white oak look in the cabinets and the formica and the, you know, the, the, the inexpensive looking white tile in the bathrooms. 
or you could have the or you could pick out a specific unit and then choose one of three or four palettes. You know, there was the light palette with the you know with the the light oak color, and then there was the dark palette with the dark oak color, and then then there was the cherry palette with you know with corresponding carpets and and tile and hardwood floors and kitchen cabinets and granite countertops. So. Most of the buyers who went in opted to upgrade the unit cosmetically. So we will see a variety of conditions uh, and styles, really, uh, visual uh, styles at the Murano, I mean at the uh, Phoenix. Now, what's interesting that most buyers don't get, here this is James Bond top secret, so listen up here, boys and girls. Values at, in my opinion, values at the Phoenix are, if you're on the south side of the building, heavily contingent upon floor height. If you're facing north or east, not so much, and there's a reason for that. And it's because the south side of the building faces suburban square. There's another building maybe 60 to 80 feet right outside your window. So if you're on a low floor south, you're not going to have much of a view or natural light. If you get up toward the top around the 16th floor, the penthouse floor, or, or, or higher than that, uh, you're going to start to get over the uh, suburban station, uh, which is right behind you, and start to get a little bit more light and a little bit more view. Now, if you face east, you look at Love Park, which is probably the most desirable view, or north, where you're looking out onto the parkway, which is very nice. Um, there are no western exposures because th- that's where the bank of elevators are, and there's a- another building right up next to it. So when you pull up to the Phoenix, you pull up you, the valet parking uh, and then they take your car away if uh, if you have a parking license. If not, you can rent a parking spot there generally. I believe there are some still available. Uh, on-site management, 24-hour front doorman. I think the building's well-managed. You know, when I go in, the hallways are clean. The light bulbs are always working. They're, you know, I, I don't see any evidence of ch- ch- kind of like a schlocky uh, management uh, company there. I think it's well taken care of. I believe the uh, building has a fairly high owner-occupancy ratio where there aren't a lot of tenants. There are some tenants, but not an overwhelming amount. Um, And uh, just know that when you're looking at values at the Phoenix, not all 1,300-square-feet condos are created equal in that building. So we're going to find a variety of not only interior conditions, but also prices. And a lot of the 01 units that are uh, sometimes advertised as a two-bedroom, the second bedroom, and those run about 1,100 square feet, the second bedroom doesn't have a, a window. So it's, is it a true bedroom? Well, I don't know. Um, I mean, there's yes, no, maybe. I mean, it's, I think it's all semantics, basically. But um, uh, they're known to have, the, the units at the Phoenix are generally known to have large kitchens. Um, and if I recall, there is no gas service uh, so all the cooking is electrical. But um, they generally do have large kitchens, good-sized bathrooms, and some of the corner two-bedrooms have decent-sized uh, living areas. Um, so the building, when it was built in the 1920s, was uh, an old insurance company. It was an office building. Um, but most of the units, and, and as a result, building in, built in the 1920s, most of the units have high ceilings and just a sense of space to them, a sense of um, you know, elbow room to all the units. Um, condo fees include water sewer, management fee, building maintenance, mass insurance policy, trash removal, snow removal. Um, does not include parking. There's an extra condo fee if you have a parking license. Um, 
what else can I tell you? 264 condos in total. Uh, da, 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 da. It is a pet-friendly building. Uh, what else can I tell you? Uh, high walk score. You're close. You know, you're in the 19103 zip code there. You're close to um, the downtown business district district which is a real plus and what's what's really interesting that a lot of people don't know about the phoenix is you can walk from the lobby straight into a uh, uh, suburban station get on a train and go to new york with never having to go outside how do you like them apples so um the uh the phoenix is fully sold out um from its original you know uh sell-off it's it's it was sold out fairly quickly it didn't it didn't um there weren't a lot of uh, big units that sat around uh, that we find prevalent in a lot of newer conversions in town where you've got, you know, 24 penthouse units and each one is bigger than the next and they sit and they sit and they sit. That didn't happen at the Phoenix. They all sold out fairly quickly. Um, one thing I like about the building, I know this may be trivial, but a lot of buyers really appreciate it, is there's a Starbucks inside the building. So you can put on your house dress and put your hair in curlers and, and walk down and get yourself to Starbucks without ever leaving the building, which is kind of nice. So doormen are always friendly. I, I, I always appreciate that. Um, and uh, there is no tax abatement left. The tax abatement has expired on the building. Um and that's about it. So a nice location in the 19103 zip code. I think um, the uh, – oh, the roof deck. Oh, my God. You've got – if you go to the Phoenix, you've got to see the common roof deck because hands down, it is the biggest, nicest, largest, best, best view, most phenomenal common roof deck in Center City, hands down. I got a $5 bill in my pocket. I'll give it to anybody who can who can tell me that there's a better common roof deck in Center City. It doesn't exist. Um, there are community rooms on the fourth floor. There's two or three of those. And then you've got the gym, which is eh, it's okay, in my opinion. It's nothing to write home about, but it's nice. Uh, but there is no pool. No pool with the uh, Phoenix. So there you go. It's a nice building. I like the building. It kind of gives the essence of a pre-war kind of style from the exterior. Um, the uh, hallways are glamorous and, and large and just very nice. So it, it does kind of give a more traditional kind of feeling as opposed to the Murano, which is all just all modern and all traditional, uh, contemporary. The Phoenix does have more of an old world, old Philadelphia kind of charm to it. So, uh, so whatever your tastes are. But anyway, this is Mark Wade. If you have any interest uh, in seeing units at the Phoenix, pick up the telephone, push the buttons on the front of it, 215-521-1523. Give me a call. Let's go take a look. Uh, you might be surprised at what you see there. And, uh, and that's it. Thank you very much.